Hi and welcome to another episode of Fresh Media Presents Podcast. As you know, I am Christian, I'm the host, and my co-host next to me is Paris. What's up? Yes. So today's podcast episode, we'll be discussing creative block in the industry. And um, we all kind of go through that phase of like having a creative block where you want to do something, but it's just not clicking. Yeah. So just to kick things off, so what's your definition of a creative block and how do you deal with it? And what, what advice would you have for someone to like deal with a creative block? So... My definition of a creative block is wanting to do something creatively. For example, whether it's filming a film, writing a script, writing, even, even it can be as simple as like writing down ideas. One day you might have the idea, the next you might not. And it's just a creative block because you just can't get pen to paper or you can't get things into process kind mm-hmm. of thing. And we all go for it. Mm. Um, I feel like we've been going through it for the last couple of months. Um, so much we wanted to do, but there's just stuff getting in the way. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of, it's definitely a creative block because we want to do it, but it's hard to do it kind of thing. Now, before we continue further with this episode, I just wanted to let everyone know that we have a studio space in North Acton, which is available for hire. We offer podcast packages and more. We're offering new customers 15% off their first booking or package of their choice. Head over to our website at www.freshmediaproductions.com to book. Yeah. But you, do you think it comes from like a psychological point of view where, um, for instance, like, I don't know, like, obviously, like you said, you want to do it, but it's just, you can't do it because do you reckon it's life? Like things around you yeah, that can be. affect you from being creative, like personal stuff. Like 100% it could be. Because th- that's the thing. That's the thing with a creative block. It Sometimes it just can't be explained. And mm. then one day, it will just come to you. Yeah. And then you're on fire. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where, let's say, for months or months or months or whatever, weeks, mm-hmm. you you can't, it's like you want to do it. You you say, we should be doing this or I want to be doing this. Is that like procrastinating, it's, basically? I wouldn't even say that because actually it could actually be classed as that. It actually could be classed as procrastinating, but I don't know. Mm. Is it procrastinating when you want to do it, though? Do you get it? Yeah. You know, the thing is, it can be, yes. But the thing is, sometimes, yeah, sometimes when something is forced, let's say, for example, you kind of force yourself to do something, it doesn't, it's not necessarily your best work and it doesn't come out great. Or sometimes you might not be happy. So basically, there's two things. So basically, there's two things. So there's basically procrastinating and there's the other thing where you know when you when you do something but everything you do you're not happy with you're picky like you're picky with everything so let's say for example for example let's call let's just say writing you write in something and no matter what you're not happy with anything you're doing it's just not coming off you're just not happy with it personally so you keep scrapping it Going again, scrapping it, going again. So there's that. That's not procrastinating, but that's something else. I think that's different though. Do you get it? So I but think, that, but yeah. that comes hand to hand. So there's either you're procrastinating where you don't want to do it or you're putting it off because obviously, obviously you have like a creative block and you're just putting it off or where you force yourself to do it and everything you're doing, it's not coming off. You're not happy with what you're writing. It's just like- I think that's just being picky. You get it, maybe, but- I don't know, but no. don't you think it goes hand to hand a little bit? Yeah, 100%. With the creative block, I'm talking yeah, about with the yeah, creative yeah, 100%. block. 100%. But I do feel like procrastinating is when you need to do something, but you're not doing it yeah. for whatever reason. And then what's the thing I'm describing, like being picky? What's that? Is that just you being... Um, 
I because there's a thing where it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, to you, it's not good, but to someone else, it might be okay. Like, yeah, this is good, but it's like, no, it's not it. And it's like, well, it's, it's fine to me, but like, what do you call that? Just being... Yeah, no, I just I don't say, know, like... Yeah, I say that in particular, just like being a perfectionist, really. But but nothing's perfect. That's the problem. So it's just... To nothing, I think something's perfect to someone. Do you get? So let's yeah. say you want to drop something and then I will say, actually, no, maybe we should redo this or maybe we should try and do this. But you're like, no, it's fine. It's fine to you, but it's not fine to us. Me, sorry. Do you get what I'm coming from? So it, I, yeah. it's all dependent. Do you know what I'm saying? And that, I do feel, exactly, I do feel like that's a common thing, actually. But don't you think that that can sting more if, let's say, for example, you're a perfectionist, you write, you do something, whether it's a writer or whatever you do, um, for example, and then you to use like, yeah, this is the one, perfection. And then someone else turns out and say, no, nah, this is trash. Then don't that hurt more? Like if you Nah, because... For example, me in particular, if mm. I put something out, it's because I generally like it. Mm. If you don't see me putting anything out in time, it's because maybe I've recorded something or filmed something and I really don't like it. Mm. Um, I'm talking about... Um, but don't you think quantity... I won't say quantity over quality, but don't you think sometimes quantity can lead to quality? Yeah, it, it can, can, isn't it? it? Can because be, people can, can see depends. the growth. People Because people sometimes like to follow the journey. And what people like the most is seeing growth. So people like to see how you started, where you started from, the quality and the increase in quality. Not, for example, because I always feel like if you start off too good and you always want to be perfectionist and you everything you put out is great, perfection, the only way is down. Nah, Trajectory-wise, trajectory-wise, it's only way is down because you already started off too high. Nah, do you know what it is? It's like, I feel like you have to show growth that's fine. No but how can you show growth if you're already on top? Huh? Or if you're already putting out high standard shit? You know what I'm saying? How can you show growth? Yeah, but just, I'm not going to put out something I'm not happy with at the end of the day. Period. Yeah. Because I'll tell you why. It's because, like you said, if you've already set like a standard, mm. then I'm not just going to put something out that I'm not happy with just for putting out sake. Do you mm. know what I mean? Otherwise, we would have put out bare shit. Like, let's not even like, we could have put out bare stuff. Yeah. And it's just not even the case. It's about... I know, I know, I know. Um, I, get, I hear what you're saying. But do you think, okay, it's so... It's about recording or filming or whatever it may be reviewing the footage and then that is your growth by reviewing it is it good as in not is it good or do you like it do you like it enough to put it out that's just how i operate yeah i know some people well i've seen like people just putting things out things out things out but that's because they like doing it that way we're just different as a production company in general um we don't put out things frequently um excluding podcast episodes we're back guys <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, it was back last time. No, obviously, the, film, the filmmaking thing is a bit long with like the funding and stuff like that. So that will, in general, like we won't be putting films out every two months, for example. That's not what we do. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, in terms of pro podcast episodes, that's what we're gonna do. And yeah, um, yeah. So if I don't like something, as in. We obviously you and I have a discussion. Yeah. Um, but if we're not happy with the quality, because you know them ones at the time, you might sound good or whatever it is. Yeah. But then we've actually. But how do you? But how do you, kind of get off that mindset and just say, you know, I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't know. That's, because that's I've, a hard one. Because sometimes when you see your favorite YouTuber, or filmmaker, whoever you follow, whether it's influencer, whoever whoever you follow, from the when they've started out. 
you've seen their growth. You've seen, obviously, whether it's the content creator, you see how they've started from here and then they've grown to there and it's like, boom. It's like, you see like a, a steady growth or you might see a steady decline, whichever, vice versa. But I'm like, but you know, most successful, um, in terms of success, it kind of, it depends on like, you have to have a catalogue of work, like a massive catalogue. 100%. You can't just have... It just depends what you're talking about. And it also depends what kind of content you're talking about as well. Mm. So are you talking about filmmaking? Are you talking about podcasting? Are you talking about anything in general? Because it's like I you think, have to I you have to hold... Obviously, I'm not saying anything you do, you do at, at a, a low standard. But I'm saying everything you do should always be at a high standard. But even sometimes when you do something at a high standard, I think you always will see imperfections. Do you know what I mean? And it's just about, like you say, kind of clicking out of that and mm. kind of maybe putting it out. But then I'm the sort of person, like, as I just, I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, I'm just different. Like, so do you think, okay, so you think quality over quantity? 100%. Like, because at the end of the day, I. Let us know, guys, in the section what you think. Quality over quantity or quantity over quality? Or do you reckon quantity can lead to quality? If that makes sense. Yeah, it will. Yeah, eventually over time, yeah. you, will see, you will see quality. However, imagine watching something <laughs> <laughs> like quality is just not good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get what I'm coming from? Imagine watching something over and over again. I get it because sometimes you do see the growth in people. Hundred, I, I 100% agree with that. Mm. I 100% agree with like growth and like, I like to see people like in their content, like leveling up, like, okay, that looks different from before they did this or they did that. Mm. I like that stuff. Yeah. However, it's like, it just depends on the individual. Do you get what I'm coming from? Some people just like, if I don't put it out, it won't go out kind of thing. Mm. And it helped me grow. Whereas some people are like, no, we need to do this and that before we put it out. And it just depends on the kind of president you set from the get go, really. Mm. No one's perfect. A hundred percent. No one's perfect. But it, like I said, it just, it just depends on like the individual. Cause like if you take like for example like musicians, yeah. Um I'm pretty sure like they're not happy with all their work, innit? Like, okay, I can't speak for obviously because I'm not a music artist, but I'm sure like everything I'm I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe music artists can help me answer this. But I'm sure some things they put out and it's like, ah, oh, I wasn't really feeling that. But it turns out that's the one that everyone likes. And it's like, bro, I wasn't even feeling it. That's, that's, not even, thing, yeah. that's not even the tune I really like myself personally. But it clean, it seems like everyone's vibing to it. So, hey, but it, it, what if they had that mindset of like, oh, shit, I, I'm not feeling this. I don't want to put this out. That means we probably wouldn't have a hit. Or we, like us, I'm talking about the fans of the audience. Like, But that's the thing. I do feel like a lot of the time content is personal. Do you get what I'm coming from? Yeah. Even the stuff that we put out. Subjective, some people have yeah. said this. And some people, people might some like people it. Said, some yeah. people might not like it. Like, yeah. even the stuff we put out, some people said this, some people said that. Mm. But more time, I don't care because I like it. And it takes a lot for you to put content out anyway. Yeah. I don't care. People can have their opinions on the content or whatever we put out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nice to have different opinions in that. But at the end of the day, if I didn't like it, I can assure you it wouldn't be put out. Yeah. Do you get on comfort? It's just about believing in yourself. Yeah. And that's where it starts, isn't it? Like Yeah, you have to. In order to do anything like creative, you have to have the self-belief and confidence because sometimes you're technically what you're doing as a creative, content creator, or whatever, you're putting your work out there to face criticism. Basically, you're putting your shit out there, even music wise, you're putting your work out there for other people to criticize it and say, Oh, look, I liked your shit. 
But then this, the, this is why it's fucked up because the same way people would criticize and say, oh, I like your shit and you're happy with it and it feels good inside. You have to take the rough with this move. Someone else can, might call it trash. Don't take it to heart because the same way you was happy when someone said that they liked it is the same way you have to accept it that someone might call it trash. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's one thing I personally don't like. Well, that's what I don't like to face. I don't want people to come out and say, oh, you know what? That shit you did was trash. Because it's like, raw, like, it is what it is. Though, yeah, it is what it is. You don't get to me, but I'm thinking like, what, why though? Like, see me, I always like to know the why. It's like, what, why? What made it trash so I can prove? Like, don't just say it's trash. Okay, what don't you like about it? What made it trash so I can it, at least take that on board? You can just put on board. That's yeah, you can take it on board. So if you just say it's trash, full stop, it's yeah. like, bro, I don't know what to do with that information. That's now. the thing, because a lot of the time, if someone says, oh, it's trash, all right, cool. I respect your opinion, but tell me why. why. Yeah, yeah. You need and to know the why at least. Like, like okay, that. so I might not take it on board, but but why do you think it was trash? Yeah, what yeah, is it? Yeah, kind what of is thing it? You or, think it's trash? But a lot of the time, it is good to have constructive feedback, you know. Mm. Um, and that's what I I like to hear anyway, regardless. Yeah, like, but do you get? There's <laughs> nothing. Do you get into that mindset of, let's say, for example. Do you take, would you, okay, let me rephrase that. Would you take the feedback more seriously depending on who it's coming from? So for, i.e., for example, if it's coming from someone that's like established in the field you're in and they're giving you constructive feedback, would you be like, yo, I need, yeah, I'll take your feedback definitely on board because of who you are. So let's say, for example, that if someone else just like, yeah, they're not doing anything with their life, they're kind of like a bum and they're just whatever and they're giving you some feedback, would you be like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. Would you, I, or would you take no, that on board? Yeah, 100%. I would generally take everyone's okay. feedback on board. As okay. in, I would listen 100%. Yeah. That's the first thing. But what if, their feedback, what if their feedback just sounds a bit mad like that? Like, it just like don't make sense to that way. I'm what? like, all right, cool. That's just your opinion at yeah. the end of the day. Because some people give me some wild feedback. and it's like, mm, I know, yeah. I we know Especially some of the things, films that we've done, like we've had some feedback. So like, all right, cool. That's your opinion. But yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. always keep it moving Yeah. kind of thing. And I'd always respect everyone's opinion kind of thing i'd always do it but mm. um i would honestly i always listen because it's interesting to see different people's perspectives yeah. whether they're in the industry or not yeah you know because i've i've had people that are not in the industry tell me feedback and it's just like okay cool and i've taken that's interesting kind of way to look at it and then people that are in the industry it's like same thing like that's the thing i just take everyone's opinions it just depends where it is, really. But mm. I do listen to everybody's opinions. Mm. But whether I take it in or not, that's up to me. And it just depends on the comment, really, you know? So do you think it's good to, like, for example, like with, like, with back to creative block, do you think it's something that you just have to kind of, like, let it come naturally when you're feeling free-flowing? Or do you have to force it? Do you reckon you have, sometimes you have to force the door open? Well, that is that is a big factor as well. You have to kind of push yourself to get out of the creative block. Because if you feel like you're in a position or a creative block for months, you have to, otherwise you're not going to get out of it. I feel mm. like sometimes you may just become lazy kind of thing, as in lazy to the fact, all right, cool, I'm going to, that will be, that will become your excuse. I haven't done this because I'm in a creative block. Yeah. Whereas if you push yourself to yeah. get out there yeah. and kind of um, do what you're meant to do or do what you should be doing or whatever it is, then it can actually push you. Do you get what I'm coming from? So it depends. You have to kind of push yourself sometimes. More time, Nine out of ten times, I would say push yourself to get out of it. Because if it's yeah. been three, four months and you're so still... So just kind of force oh, it. Oh, like, maybe I should be doing this. Yeah, I should be doing this. But it'll just become an excuse And yeah. at this point. And it's just like, what do you want to do? Do you want to do it or don't you want to do it? And it, that's the question it comes down to. 
It's better like, to do something than nothing, isn't it? Hundred percent. At the end, it comes down to just 100%. do something like small steps, create a bigger picture, and most definitely. Yeah. And that's what it is. So, what is your ways of kind of getting out of creative block? Let's say you're on a creative block. What would you do personally? Um, for me personally, it's a tricky one because for me, I don't necessarily have them as such. It's like if I were to have a creative block, what I would do is do something else that kind of brings me back. So let's say, for example, oh, like I'm having a creative block and, for example, I don't know, filming or something. I'll just take time off, do other stuff, keep my mind simulated and then come back to it. That's why I think I'll do whether it's going there, maybe gym or do something, just something that's getting me going and then come back to it sometimes. So I'll just say, all right, let me take a break. I'll just take a break, but I'll come back to it. I'll revisit it. But I will do something that keeps my mental simulation going, stimulation going, sorry, and then I'll come back to it. And then I think that will help me. But yeah, but I won't, I won't, I personally won't force it because sometimes you force it and just start, it doesn't, it doesn't really kick off. It has to feel like flowy. So I'll probably just go back, do something, come back to it. So like take a break, but I won't take a long break though. I'll do something in relation to it that helps me get back into it. So I'll go away, take a break, but do something that helps me go in and then get, come back to it. Wait, because you know, when you feel on form, there's, there's certain days where you wake up and you just feel, Active, yeah, like it's time, yeah. You just feel active. There's one day you wake up, you just feel ready to yeah. do anything and everything, yeah. That's the day you do it when you feel active. But when you wake up and you feel lazy and you just feel like I can't be bothered to do anything, then maybe just say, All right, you know what, let me just take this day as a rest day, chill, relax, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then maybe the next day, see how you feel. Wake up if you still feel lazy, like as in okay, then you have to be like, All right, that's two days too many. So let me say, All right, cool, let me exercise a bit let me work out go gym or something or go for a run or just keep your body physical first because then that can help you build adrenaline and then you can use that and then apply it to your thing in it i think yeah because you know it is like so basically i asked a couple of people on instagram mm. um ways or the cause of their creative block so what they felt like made them have like a creative block mm. and a lot of people come back and say money yeah Oh, shit, money, yeah? Yeah. So, obviously, so I asked them to kind of delve deeper in it. Okay. And a lot of them were saying, like, they needed money to do something and they didn't have it, so then it just put them off. Which is very mm. relatable, to be honest. I never thought of it that way. So that... Okay, there was other mm. answers. I'll say that in a minute, but there were other answers. I can see, but I a can lot see, of them yeah. were saying money. I can see how and money can affect your creativity. Mm. But then the, the thing that you're doing involves money. Obviously, most things involve money. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Okay, so I it's just see. Like, and these people weren't just film as in production companies or CEOs of production companies. They were like um, just cinematographers or DOPs and stuff mm. like that. So um, some of these people were just trying to start their own projects kind of thing. Not yeah. with a production company, but on their lonely, innit? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. To build up to, their show or exactly, something like that. Yeah, exactly yeah. Okay. That. Um, but money was stopping them kind of thing. And I do, when they said that to me, I was just like, all right, well, that's interesting because I feel like it's relatable. And I just said to them, like, you're not the only person that's going through that as well. So don't mm. feel like you're alone because money, everything's going up, number one. Yeah. yeah. 
Number two, everything's going up whilst you're trying to make a film or while you're whilst you're trying to yeah. get funding for this project or this music video, whatever it may be. So it's just like, but I still think I still think with money, it's a big part. But I do think sometimes with the money situation, it depends on what you're doing, obviously. But you can still kind of ride it because at the end of the day, let's say for a music video, if you want the music video to look crisp, have the nice cars, gallant mansion, everything, then it's like that's gonna cost a lot of money. You know, okay, that's that, this music video looks expensive. Like, do you need that? Do you need proper visuals? It just like depends. That? I just. I think let your music be the one that makes it like yo. Obviously, music video could just be basic, but if the music is banging, let that be the starting point. Just it could be anything as a small, short thing like just you in a whip. I don't know how you want it to, but make it cheap and cost effective. That all you need is maybe just a camera and that's it, and then just mm. the location and uh, not too many people. Like keep it tight knit. And then you can go, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're starting off, just like, it goes back to what we was talking about, about the quality over quantity. Now to you or to him, that might not be quality because he ain't got the flash cars. He ain't got the mansion. He ain't got the gal around. So to him, it's like, no, nah, that's not really quality. I want something like proper, but it's like, he ain't, you can't afford it. So you might have to just cut what you're thinking. Just release a visual, which is affordable to you. That becomes the quantity in it. Then if the music is banging, because the music has to be quality in it. So if the music is quality, the vi music video is not so much quality or it's not bad, but it's just not what you want it to be. But then that could, you know what I'm saying? That can then generate some talks and revenue. And then eventually when you become, when you get some sort of peas, then you can do the video that you want to do, in it? Mm. It's like that. A hundred percent. It's always like that. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes you just have to just kind of strip it back a bit and just go what you can afford in order then to then get what you want down the line. And then people could see that growth because people are not stupid. People know when you're starting off, people know that, oh, right, yeah, this guy, he's spitting raw bars and he's doing it in a basement in his yard. And but sometimes you could just tell when, you could tell when he start, you could tell when a music artist or someone is starting off because like the video quality is not great. It just look poor, but it's real music. The music is hard. So mm. you don't even care about the video at the point. You just care about the music being sick. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. So sometimes it's good to just to bite the bullet and just do... 100%. Yeah, agree, sometimes man. it's like, you just have to... But that's the thing, the main point of this is like, creative blocks, you can overcome it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it you will can. pass. Like, a creative block will pass if you let it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and that's where it is. We've all been through it. I've been through it. Christian's been through it. So it's just like... Yeah. Um, I do feel like this subject is relatable. No, definitely. So we just want to know, um, obviously, if you guys got any um, suggestions or obviously we'd like to hear from you as well. Like, how do you overcome your creative block? Like, what type of remedies do you follow or what do you do to overcome it? It'll be kind of nice to hear from you guys as well. So if you could comment in the section or whatever, let us know what you do. And yeah, so this has obviously been a episode about creative blocks and how you overcome it. Obviously, this is our, how we overcome our one sometimes, but obviously it would be nice to know how you guys overcome how yours. How do we overcome ours? How we overcome Arsenal? I said it, but I can't remember. <laughs> obviously, I'm I just said like, you know, yeah. Now, obviously, it comes. It, sometimes it, it, it just comes to you. And sometimes yeah, you it's just, just about pushing yourself yeah. out of the creative block. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, sometimes. Or you can just, like I said earlier, take a break, come back to it. So 100%. That's it. But um, yeah, but yeah, so this is the episode. Um, we're officially back now. <laughs> so we're for, back, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, as you know, I'm Christian and this is Paris. Yep. And we out. And obviously, don't forget, we can book our studio on www.freshmediaproductions.com. We've got a studio space to hire. So yeah, come down and check it out.